Hello, hello, and welcome to Not So Good Ideas Podcast. I'm Bree here with Eleni. Hi, and welcome to another episode where we talk about interior design and try to entertain you guys at the same time. How are you, Eleni? I'm good. Um, this week, we as a team are going to High Point Market, and our company this year is one of the style spotters. Um, so very big news, very exciting, have a lot to do to prepare for it, but definitely goes on my good idea list. That's so exciting. <laughs> Congrats. Thanks. What about you? Um, my good idea is I found this really cool custom mirror that's like super funky and we've been waiting for it for like eight weeks. It's for like a really special client because we i tried to use it for like four different clients because i just love this mirror and no one was like ready to take the plunge on something so crazy and this client was like okay and so it's wow yeah it just came in and i think it's really cool and i can't wait to install it so i'll have to share a picture is it the one that you posted on your story today yeah i love that that was super cool (laughs) i'm very excited to see it so I'll, when it, once it's all done, I'll share a picture because we've got this really funky wallpaper that's going to be behind it. So Ooh, it's exciting. Awesome. Is the house or is everything already like constructed and done? Are you just having to put it up or do you have to wait a little bit? Um, we're actually doing wallpaper now. So everything's like constructed. Next week, wallpaper goes in and then we'll put the mirror up. So it should be done pretty soon. Yay. I'm so yeah. excited to see it. It's exciting. Um, Do you have a not so good idea? Yes. And it's that I haven't planned out any of my outfits for High Point, (laughs) which is two days away. I'm going to be there for a little bit of time. But if anyone has been or has gone, everyone's dressed to the nines from head to toe. And I still have like three seasons ago clothes in my closet. I haven't been shopping in a long time, so I might have to go after work tomorrow to get some clothes, but it's just, you know, I don't like spending money on myself. So it's, I I always dread it. Oh boy. (laughs) For those of you who don't know what high point is, I'll need you to explain. Yeah. It's basically, um, a market in high point, North Carolina. They have, Oh, I don't know. Hundreds of um, manufacturers, um, mostly residential furniture. They do have some commercial, but it's, you know, from wallpapers to lighting to furniture to rugs, um, basically anything you can imagine. And a lot of designers will come and Typically, they're, um, they'll buy the furniture for their clients, and sometimes they'll even bring their clients with them, but we go more to see, like, the trends and stuff. Yeah, that's really cool, and I feel like people go all out for this, so. They do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I'm not prepared. <laughs> what about you? Do you have a not a good idea? Oh, gosh. Um, well, my we are waiting on a replacement dishwasher right now so oh no um 
Well, I've been having to hand wash all of our dishes and it's kind of like a new ritual I've started. So I guess it's not a terrible idea, but I'm like going back to basics, like washing all the dishes. I've got this little morning routine. routine. I listen to my podcast and I do all the dishes every day and I'm kind of getting used to it. But honestly, I cannot wait for this replacement dishwasher. I could not do that. I had to do that one time and I was screaming. I was like, I need a dishwasher. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, I feel like it takes like a whole hour out of my day, like every day. It's it crazy. does. And yeah. like some of the things, you know, when you're washing them in, you know, the sink, you're like, okay, I can't get it perfectly, but the dishwasher can. Mm-hmm. Well, can when you have to hand wash it you're sitting there and scrubbing yeah you literally have to scrub or soak and it's a whole thing but it honestly has been motivating me a little bit like once I finish the dishes I want to clean up everywhere you know refresh everywhere so it's kind of been good and bad at the same time (laughs) (laughs) well once you get a dishwasher I'm sure you'll still keep that habit yeah hopefully (laughs) we are so excited for our guest today She is based all the way in Sydney, Australia. Please welcome Shona from Smack Studio, who's an interior architect focusing on multifamily residential homes, and she was also just featured in Vogue Living. Alrighty. (laughs) Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Of course. We're excited, too. We've been looking at all your work, and it's just we've been getting ourselves way too excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. We're excited to learn more about you and your studio, so we're happy to have you on. For sure. Oh, my God. Amazing. I, like, love skiing. I'm dying to go to Vail. You need to come. I tell everybody, you got to come. <laughs> Definitely will. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in Sydney. So Sydney um, over this summer has been torrential rain just non-stop so it's like gray skies and gross which is very off-brand for Sydney I feel like where I am it's very like hot and cold I never know what season it is until it's like blasting summer or blasting winter so <laughs> I, I kind of like that though like pick a lane you know <laughs> it's okay but it's like you know in the mornings I never know how to dress like it's 30 degrees Fahrenheit in the morning and then it's like 75 in the afternoon so I have to wear layers oh my God. and then just like strip them off <laughs> yeah fair well, enough how long have you guys been doing the podcast um about three months we just started <laughs> oh my god how fun I listen to also I like love reality tv and I like die for all the housewives and everything on Bravo. Um, so I'm always listening to the reality TV podcasts. They're <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. What's your favorite one? Um, what's the two girls, two judgy girls? <laughs> There's a lot of those. <laughs> the morning post. <laughs> no, I should get onto that. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. The morning toast. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. They're just some fun ones that you can you can listen to for ages so when I'm like driving to sites that are far away I'm like cool what podcast am I gonna listen to today but I've been trying (laughs) to keep up with the news lately so I've been listening to the daily which I do think is great by Mm -hmm. the New York Times good to be up to date I guess people talk about it and obviously we're dealing with so many people on a daily basis that are in 
like all my clients are in completely different things. So it's nice to not look like the dummy on site. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I never thought about it that way. Like I need to prepare for anything, any topic that might come up. So I I might need to listen to the news podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're pretty good. I honestly just can't even listen to some of the stuff out there. Like we're, there's like wars going on, but everyone is so focused on like the Oscars. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, that was quite crazy, but no, I mean, you've got to be across it all. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. the Oscars was really wild though. Do you guys think it was a real or fake slap? (laughs) Oh, I'm on the real slap train. I I don't think, I don't think anyone would put themselves up (laughs) for that sort of scrutiny. Like it looks pretty bad. I yeah, feel so I bad agree. for him. Oh my gosh. Which one? Chris Rock or Chris Rock? I just Yeah, feel like he looked pretty shocked. He did. <laughs> and now it kind of gives anyone like anyone can go up to a comedian and kind of slap them if they don't like their joke. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. That's what they're paid to do. But like maybe they should think about giving everyone like a little bit of a run sheet, what they're gonna make jokes about. And if anyone's not happy about it, that's true. Yeah. Maybe I should run the Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) I think you do a great job. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Just quit interior architecture, start the Oscars up. (laughs) I imagine. Probably be more lucrative. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably the same. I mean, the amount of times things go wrong with interiors, I I think the Oscars is probably up there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And you're dealing with a lot of different personalities in one place as well. Definitely. That's true. Yes. Very cool. Do you run your own thing or work for people or work together? Um, We work for other people currently. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, the goal is to work for ourselves, but baby steps. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right now. I reckon just do it. I just did it. (laughs) I know. I need to. I feel the same way. I just want to wait. I think either maybe Lenny and I, both of our husbands are architects. So like in the long run, maybe we'll all be working together. I don't know. But Oh my God, that's perfect. My parents, um, are dad's an architect and mom's an interior designer. And it's it's great. Yeah. So I've grown up with that sort of dynamic and it works pretty well. It's also pretty... They like go to work together. They see each other at work. They come home. They're together. I'm like, do you guys do anything alone? (laughs) I heard a long time ago from a professor um, that both Brie and I actually had, and she was also married to an architect. And she was like, if I can give you one piece of advice is to not marry an architect. And me and Brie were like, (laughs) too late. (laughs) And she was like, better yet, do not work with them. And I was like, well, <laughs> we'll see what the future holds. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fine. I've seen it work. She was yeah, like, Yeah, I think it can work. Of it. Yeah. And then you guys can do your own places. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. So, are you, did you get an architecture degree or interior design? Or how I- did that work? I did. I got an architecture degree, so at UTS in Sydney, and um, I actually really didn't like the degree. Like, I found, I think working with mum and dad, who obviously had such practical solutions to all of their projects, I found 
that architecture was just so conceptual that I was like, but that doesn't face the right way. And like, how's the light going to come in? And they were like, think bigger. I was like, I can't. So um, I, I actually failed my first year, which was pretty funny because I was out socialising all of the time, like every night at a different club. And the course is so hard. And then the second and third years and the fourth, because I had to redo the first, um, I got distinction. So that was good. So I ended up with an architecture degree and did that for a little bit and then uh, really just liked the internal side of things. I thought it was way more fun and architecture was just a bit serious. I don't know. Mm. I felt like you could get in way too much trouble if something went wrong. <laughs> Definitely. I always ask my husband, I'm like, do you ever get anxious that something bad might happen? Like if a column collapses or. Yeah. Know. But then you blame it on the structural engineer. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was like, no, not really. There's a million people that check it and it's fine. And I was like, I would yeah. be so anxious. <laughs> yeah. Something bad would happen. Yeah, when we went to school, I mean, we would see our husbands, what they were doing in their architecture classes, and it was kind of like, are we doing more work than you? Like, their (laughs) stuff was so conceptual, and we were, like, in the nitty-gritty details. Like, (laughs) it was so Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I found. We were doing, like, like, create, like, a spaceship, and I was like, but we're never going to actually do that. (laughs) I know these concepts they come up with. I know. Let me design a library, like something. I don't know. I remember like one of their projects, they had to make a building like based off of a character from the Royal Tenenbaums. And I was like, this is like crazy. This is like extremely conceptual. And they had to like go into detail why, you know, this selection was made because this character was super depressed. And I was like, we don't get to do that. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) Were they all up as well until all hours? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I just remember those little architecture labs and I'd go in and I swear people hadn't left like three days. Oh yeah. That was us. What are you doing? (laughs) That was you. Oh no. I was like working from home for me. (laughs) Well, I think up until senior year, I was constantly in the building, but then I finally got a computer I could use at home and use all the programs, but we basically live there um, for four years in yeah, that they building kind of force you to yeah 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 no it is good I mean definitely I should have done a bit more of that but I was like mm, I've got a computer at home <laughs> and I've yeah. got really good food at home <laughs> you have a bed at home you have a pillow yeah. at home if you ever make it to the bedroom but <laughs> I know no, we kind of had the same problem like our first year I remember when we first started doing like interior design work, the professor was like, oh, guys, you you are not good. This is not good stuff. <laughs> and we were just like socializing all the time. And then by our last year, we saw that same professor and she looked at my work and she was like, you did this? <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> hey, yeah. I think it's not so partying. important to socialize. I think that socializing is like 50% of my business definitely so I'm not mad about it it really (laughs) is and a lot of the stuff we learn in school I mean it's not always in use I would say (laughs) literally none of it 
I yeah. have not designed one spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> no spaceships. <laughs> not even for like SpaceX, anything with Elon Musk. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe I'll reach out to him. Hey, Just send him like <laughs> your concept that you made in school and be like, hey, listen, I was on to something here. <laughs> True. Never say never, I guess. Yeah. How many projects have you done so far? Um, so I've been working like with Smackle book by myself for five years. We've probably done, I don't know, 40-ish, but a lot of them obviously when you're starting out are just smaller here and there sort of things. And I wasn't as over the publishing side of things. So I never got them photographed. And frankly, I was just broke for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> and photographing <laughs> projects is so expensive, just so everyone knows. It really is. So oh my god. It's insane, but it's worth it. After I got these, like I'd have the the two probably that you've seen now photographed and the exposure's incredible and the feedback's been amazing. And yesterday we were actually shortlisted for um the Australian Interior Design Awards for the first time, so that was really really cool. I wow. saw that on your story. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. That's so nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I was publishing it everywhere. I've also put it already at my email footer. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's great. So probably 40 projects. Probably there was one beautiful one that we did um, that we couldn't photograph. Some clients were a bit more private. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the rest were just kind of little ones or ones that I never got photographed. Or, you know, when you kind of come in, at a certain stage and then like you either don't do the furniture because for whatever reason they want to do it themselves they have old stuff whatever or you come in a bit late and then the design's not really reflected of you so yeah that's that happened for a few years but now we're definitely on to really amazing projects which are a lot of ground up so we have a lot of creative control and I think I'm just going to continue on um, getting a stylist to style them all up and just making sure that they're all photographed because, yeah, it's it's good to finally show people what we've been up to. Yeah, That's it's definitely awesome. worth it, I think. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, definitely. It's a lot of work, though. I mean, because you pick out all the furniture and you sometimes we even pick out, like, accessories for the client. And then mm-hmm. um, when you go into the photo shoot, like, your accessories kind of go <laughs> – above and beyond I think I've spent like a whole month getting accessories for a photo shoot before like the whole styling (laughs) yeah it's crazy yeah absolutely well in in the photographs with um mirror image and first blush we had a stylist called Claire Del Mar who was amazing and she brought all of this stuff like from kind of all over Sydney and then my client he's so funny he's like yeah, I just think I'll wait till she comes and then I'll just buy the stuff off her. <laughs> That's exactly what our clients do. <laughs> it's such a good idea. Like, he knows that they look good and she's, like, one of the best. So, yeah, yeah he's got new cushions, new vases, new bowls. He's got everything. That's Perfect. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that project is really beautiful. I keep seeing the photos everywhere, so congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, that. That blue bathroom has gone gangbusters, which um, <laughs> is awesome. No and we, we thought it we thought it might have because it's just a striking photo. It really is. It, it's lucky to get a client to let you, you know, be that creative and 
unique. Yeah, it is. He's he's great. So we worked together. Um, it was our, I think, fourth project. And he took me on when I was like 23 or something, had just started by myself and, and our parents. My mum actually did his mum's house. Um, and then he was starting his like little development company and couldn't afford my mom because she's, <laughs> you know, had heaps of experience and uh, <laughs> clearly her rates are much more expensive than me. So she was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, but you can meet my daughter. She's super cheap. And I was like, I, I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely am and I will work for you. <laughs> and so Thanks, he mom. took me on. <laughs> so he, he took me on at 23 and I just did the first project and I, I worked like so, so hard and it looked really good. And then we did a second one and then um, we got to his own personal house and we had built up such a friendship and trust. He's only like 35 or something. Um, so we built up such a nice friendship that he was like, you know, I trust you implicitly with the house and I want you to, I want it to look like it's come out of the pages of a magazine. I was like, wow, that is the best brief. You could ever be given. As a That's designer. literally a dream. I know. And his wife was so relaxed. They've got like, they had two little boys at the time and now they've got a, a girl. Um, and she was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's amazing. Just needs to be a little bit functional. I was like, all right, we'll make it a little bit functional. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> no, it is. It's really functional, actually. It does. It does look nice and functional and livable yeah 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 no it is and it's um I think very reflective of them they're like cool and they uh they trust like artisans completely so if they kind of give you a job and, and we had a few artists that did commissions for us they're kind of like here's some concept renders of our space you know whatever you think you're the artist not us which is awesome mm-hmm. that's amazing that sounds like a dream mm. client <laughs> yeah yeah no it was great and then their brother and sister um their brother and sister-in-law live next door and they had uh they wanted it to be like really easy breezy they, they're a family of girls so it was pink but they were also great as well they like fully trust me as well and there was some you know big decisions I think that you throw out and they they all listen so that's really really nice yeah that's amazing it's nice when you can get build this community with word of mouth I saw that that's how you get a lot of your clients and that's I mean same with my firm it's all kind of word of mouth yeah I think it's such an intimate process and it's so personal and you're also in all of these like really intimate spaces and you have to learn so much about their family and um you're on site every day and talking every day so I think by word of mouth you're able to vet out the actual person behind the brand I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's, yeah, it's been amazing. We haven't had to look too hard for clients just because I guess we've been referred so well. Um, you guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're the, we're the best yet, maybe one day. But um, we definitely listen and really like our clients. And, you know, I think that's, that goes to say something I think you just need to listen to them it's their house at the end of the day like you can't come in and just be like (laughs) this has got to go here and got to go there and you've just got to live with it and pay for it (laughs) (laughs) that is true I yeah I feel like in terms of residential it's a lot more personal and 
they are living in the space no matter what. And, you know, maybe your design style is way different than theirs, but that just shows that you're a great designer by being able to give them exactly what they want, but giving them a little bit of you through that design. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the more you listen, the more, the more the client listens back, if you know what I mean. So if you take on their feedback and you, and you'd say, okay, we'll try and make that work. And then you say, you know, I listened to you and this is actually the style you wanted. So therefore I don't think this will work with it. They're like, oh, okay, cool. She's taken on my feedback. She's really thought about it and she's um, come back. And that makes a lot of sense rather than just being like, no, no, I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Where would you say, I mean, how do you keep your style? How do you personally keep your style within the project when you're working with these clients who, you know, a lot of people have their own personal style and opinion. So how do you keep that throughout all your projects? Um, well, I guess people have hired me for a, for a reason. They've, they've either seen someone else's house or, um, that, I mean, that's kind of all they've hired me off so far. Or now they <laughs> might have seen Instagram or website. Um, but my style is kind of ever evolving and I'm really open to all different styles. I have an amazing appreciation for everything. Um, I guess one thing that I like love to do is I love to, I guess, look at styles of kind of the past and also try and like appropriate them to kind of a modern style. So often, often a client will have more of a, they'll have like an overall style that they quite like and then they'll have a practical brief to go with it so I'll try and take the overall style and appropriate it but there's always going to be little details that are mine um and I guess I just present it to them and usually they like it and if they don't like something I'll change it but at the end of the day it'll always look like a my design does that make sense yeah that makes (laughs) sense I think it's all in those little details yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah so like I love um just like tiny little design details that I feel make the space pop but you're kind of trying to figure out oh it feels like nice and modern and clean but then it also feels like it's got a lot of detailing and a lot going on and and it's been really thought about so Mm. I think every project will always have that you'll probably never step into a house of mine that feels stark um, there'll always be a mishmash of materials and textures and things that play off each other to, I guess, allow the space to really like sing and feel feel really curated. And it also should re- reflect the occupant, I think. So often I'll like look at them and and we change up our style for the occupant too. So I'm not like, I just love blue bathrooms. I won't do anything else. (laughs) You're allowed another type of bathroom next door we do pink. I was going to say your material choices are really strong. Give it a lot of personality. Thank you. Yeah, I'm massive on materials. And we always love looking at kind of new materials that have come out. And we do sample boards and that's super helpful for seeing how everything's going to go together. But I think we're just not afraid not afraid of materials and not afraid of colors and especially if they're natural so in the mirror house you'll say that we have the burnished bronze which is kind of this like earthy material that reminds me of um like taps at the side of like a europe cobblestone street or something it's just really back in the day cool 
mm-hmm. then it's paired directly next to that polished Esmeralda stone, which has such like a, like almost a translucent quality to it. So it's like, uh, I would say the right is throwaway, but like ethereal sort of stone yeah. and then like yeah. a real earthy brass. Um, and then we've paired that also with like timber and the timber's quite earthy as well. So I like the materials to play off each other. And I think having their qualities be so markedly different makes each one more dramatic in its own way. Um, and then in the other house, the, the pink one, which we call First Blush, we've, they have like the most beautiful stone and it's um, called the Palladian got like these kind of veins of pink and bronze through this white stone Mm -hmm. so we've paired that I mean they wanted definitely more of a relaxed aesthetic so we've paired that again with like brass to bring out the the um bronzy tones in the stone and then just like a kind of neutral gray cabinetry which really let the stone sing and then did this amazing little profile on it so yeah definitely we kind of try and either hero one like we've done in first blush or hero a few pieces that kind of play off each other. But I think it's really important that they all need to have different qualities. Like a polished, polished next to polished next to polished is just going to be way too much. Yeah. And same if everything's too gritty. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's definitely like one thing we learned, no matter what materials you're using, they need to contrast one another um, in order for each of them to shine. And I can definitely see that in all of your work and even the way you just explained it. Like you obviously understand that concept and you, you know, execute it really well. Thank you. Yes, we love, um, I think also, like we've used a bit of Venetian plaster in both houses. That's really trendy at the moment. But I think it's <laughs> I think it's really nostalgic. Like there's something about it that evokes old European buildings. And I think that's really important as well. Not everything's too shiny new. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. We were just talking about Venetian plas- plaster in one of our last episodes and saying how it's so trendy but if it's done right it's beautiful I mean it really works yeah yeah no it is definitely trendy I'm I'm on our next project we're doing a lot of um you know like those kind of Grecian Mediterranean walls they're like white but really textured Mm -hmm. yeah so we're trying to do a bit of that which is I guess sort of like Venetian but without the shine I love that. Almost like a... We'll see how that goes. Yeah, like a stucco. Yeah. Yeah. I love that look, though. (laughs) It's it's so cool. It's all over here in the U.S. and Florida. They love stucco. So anytime you go there, there's a lot of stucco in the homes on the exterior. Oh, amazing. So... Well, I'll have to be taking a work trip there, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been to the U.S.? Yeah, I have. Not not too much of it we actually um I've been to Aspen that was cool being to LA New York but um I want to do a bit more I want to do I really want to do the south um (laughs) and I obviously want (laughs) to I just feel like it'll be really fun and um I want to do more skiing over there yeah we'll have to go visit Savannah that's where Brie and I went to school 
in terms of south i feel like it you'll definitely get the very old south feeling yes. if you go there yeah okay i want to go to charleston that too they, i feel like they're sister cities <laughs> they so. are sisters yeah. right i'll google it <laughs> <laughs> so to backtrack a little you said your parents were in the design world and is that kind of what led you to you getting involved into it is it like what inspired you Probably, yeah. I think um, I was always extremely interested in it and dad and mum brought us around to literally every building site. So we were always just, <laughs> it would have been so dangerous, honestly, three kids and we were like on scaffolding and <laughs> I don't even know. Um, but, yeah, I always had a deep opinion and I was always very opinionated about it from an early age. So I'd go to my friend's house and I would like change around their furniture <laughs> parents walking and be like what on earth has happened here and I would have like cleaned their whole room and styled all their items so strange that's <laughs> awesome they should have you should have charged them an hourly rate you were working hard I think they were like we don't want you to do this I'm happy where my bed is I'm like sorry I have a feeling <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be our daughter she's kind of just growing up around an architect and a designer and she's going to be doing the same thing and everyone's going to be like what are you doing I think it's great to be growing up around that I think it enables you to like look at things in a slightly different way so your work I feel like is so um, unique and unique to you where would you say your style derives like what's created um what is now smack studio and how you put all the furniture together the materials together what would you call that style (laughs) oh um I would call it like modern with classic influences Uh um and I guess there's something to be said for the use of color (laughs) it's 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 like modern but also homey or something but not I don't know I actually don't know do you know people have asked me to describe my style and I just are there any like influences (laughs) that you know had inspired you did you you know grow up going to like a specific place like traveling wise or did you yeah yeah absolutely so mum and dad are Irish so we'd often go back to Ireland every year or every couple of years and then we'd travel with them around Europe so Mm -hmm. I mean super lucky and Dad wow. was always going everywhere with like a massive camera and photographing every little detail <laughs> and pointing them out to me. So that definitely has something to do with it. And I always loved France and anything to do with French design. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's certainly inspired my want to, I guess, have a look into what makes those spaces feel that way and then try and bring in certain aspects of that to get a similar feeling here. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely drawn to things that evoke memory or give nods to other places and styles and times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of what else influences me, I'm heavily influenced by materials, I think, anything new I'm like oh we have to use this and so (laughs) that will often influence a design and and I think not being scared of materials and and um wanting to create something new with them I like to do something where I'm like oh I haven't seen that before so I'll give it a go (laughs) at the expense of my client but usually it works out (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome I feel like Um, we do 
the same thing where we'll get a material and like a vendor will come in and show us something and we're like, oh, we have to use this. And each project that comes along, we're like, can we use this? <laughs> they're like, yeah. No, we have to wait to the next one. We're like, can we use this? And they're like, oh yeah, I love it. And so I definitely, I can see how a lot of us. Can yeah. Do. Yeah. I try. I always get um, Arc Digest as well. I love it. I think it's so great to be able to have a handle on what the interior design, like what interior design is doing overseas. I um, died for Gwyneth Paltrow's home recently. I just love it. That that home probably, if I had a big home and a big budget, that is probably what I would want my home to look like. It's like <laughs> a mix of really cool and colour and modern, also these like traditional elements. I love it. Yeah, there definitely is a total mix in that house. The living room is just amazing. I mean, the bar set yeah. and everything, it's incredible. I know exactly I love what it. you're talking the about. The bar. Yeah. Can you imagine having a bar like that? Oh, <laughs> my God. And a spa? Have you seen a spa? <laughs> the spa is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you could be in Morocco. It's amazing. <laughs> if only. If only we had the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day. <laughs> exactly. So what's next for Smack Studio? Any big projects? Yeah, we have um, a couple of really big projects on the books, which is really cool. A couple of um, multi-res projects that are like very high end. So around, we're in the eastern suburbs here, which is, has beautiful water views and uh, we have some high end apartments there so they're like they've got like saunas and little kitchenettes and like a big kitchen big dining room and it's all centered around a big tree so that's going to be amazing um yeah and the client is super open so I went in there with some like pretty amazing materials for our kind of concept and like you know bronze taps and all the things that might scare a client (laughs) and he like onyx and and I was like oh maybe timber on the ceilings and marble on the floor and blah 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 blah. and he's like yeah cool love it oh wow (laughs) (laughs) that's it that is so so, yeah we're it's so cool so we're kind of rolling with that and then the same um same client has a lovely house uh that's like a Tuscan style so we're ripping out the entire internal of that and redoing that which will be insane so like big kind of at the front it's like this beautiful old style Tuscan it's got all these arches and then at the back um we're kind of making it all like those big panel double doors and it's like 3.4 meter high ceiling so that's really amazing and yeah we've got we've got some incredible projects I am extremely excited that's amazing I can't even keep a handle I always have to be like okay that's that one done. I can't like go ahead and change it anymore. I'm excited. <laughs> How many projects are you working um, on? Currently around 10, I think. Mm-hmm. So we, yeah, and I'm at the moment we're saying no projects until August because um, that's when I come back from Europe. Ha uh-huh. um, <laughs> Oh, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're wrangling about 10, which is great. And I've got a little team of two, which is awesome. It's been amazing to have someone help. Do you know what I mean? We've been oh, doing yeah. it by, well, I've been doing it by myself for like four years. And it's like, 
I was like, no one can do it like me. And then <laughs> I ran into Anna, who now works for me. Just She was working with the lighting team. She's like, I'm studying interior design. I was like, oh, you're just so cool. Come on board. And so then I was like, wait, you can do things way better than me. Why didn't I hire someone in the beginning? <laughs> like, she's so organized. That's so, awesome. Yeah. It's good to have What's- a balance. Yeah, it is amazing. And it's amazing to just, um, I guess, guide and and be able to not have to do all of the drawing and legwork anymore I think it's great that I did that for so many years because I'm so across everything that needs to be in interior drawings but it's nice to not have to do it (laughs) yeah how you feel (laughs) yeah and it's nice when you have a creative mind to have someone kind of more organized (laughs) oh my god I have ADD always have since I was little so I'll often jump on a task and then I'll just completely forget about it and so Anna will be like hey I'm just checking (laughs) yeah I think I think ADD is a good thing it is I think it 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 helps your creativity like I am very easily distracted but I feel like that's when I just get like these crazy ideas and one thing leads to another and another and another so having someone kind of yeah. organize it helps a lot. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I um at the end of the day, I'm so deep in this like work mode where I'm so, I guess, thinking about design that it takes me like an hour or so to get out of what my friends like to call design land. So I'll come <laughs> to the pub <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, she's still in design land because I'm like really slow to answer them. <laughs> And then after one wine, I'm like, I'm back. I'm the same way. I like, I get stuck in like the design world. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard to come off of that track, especially when that's what you've been doing all day long. And I tried to make like a new totally. As soon as I step through the threshold of my house, like I have to stop thinking about it. That's good. I think that's a good rule. But in, in saying that, like some of my best ideas come when I'm doing the most random things and usually not work. Like I'll be out somewhere and then I'll be like, oh my God, I have a great idea for this kitchen. And I'll just have to write it down or like send it to Anna. That's true. <laughs> so, you know, like we should, we should use like this pendant light here and have 10 wall lights. And she's like, what? It's Saturday at 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing. I come home and I have a million ideas that I run across my husband and he's like, you need shh, shh, no more, please. He doesn't Your husbands, because they're architects, are they really opinionated about interiors or are they like, that's your realm? I feel mm. like they're pretty respectful. Or in mine, at least, is like, that's your realm. You know, I respect your opinion. But I think... When we were in school together, it was a little bit more like, you know, a toss up where he thought like, maybe you should do it this way. <laughs> My husband, yeah, he I... has a clear opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Architects usually do. But then I think like I have a real opinion about architecture. I sometimes yeah. get on projects and I'm like, hey, sorry, I'm going to change this all around. And they must be like, can you not? <laughs> oh I'm the same so it's fair enough yeah I know I'm like this window doesn't work did you not think about the interior layout they're like what 
Well, still usually away. they don't. <laughs> yeah, usually they don't. That's true. I feel like a lot of the times, like the space that I'm given, like by the architect is like either too narrow or there's no windows where I need there to be windows because like, that's where I have the space to do something really nice. And I'm always just like, can yeah. you change this? And they're like, no, <laughs> I can't change I know. It. <laughs> Wait, I try and make, cause, because everything's like word of mouth now and everyone's kind of friends. I try and tell people to bring me on really early before, um, before it kind of gets approved by council, it goes into council. Um, Because after it comes out of that, like no one wants to go back in and change it all. And I'm like, please. Um, So yeah, so they definitely on like mirror image project and and first blush, they brought me in before council, which was amazing because I just was like, leave it with me for one day. And I changed the entire design <laughs> where all the windows were and all the staircase. Anyway, the architect was really good about it. And we've gone on to work together like five more times. He, he's like, you're my girl, I recommend you. I'm like, thank you, because I changed the whole design on that project. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Well, they need awesome. a design yeah. touch. They really do. Yeah, I mean, I think like the outside looks great and they've done their job there. But I think when you come in in interiors, you have such a defined idea about the spaces you want to end up with. And like for me, windows and doors to external spaces are like the most important. So, mm. you know, as I'm not, I'm not, you know, screwing around with the front of the house. It looks great. It looks beautiful. Just let me, <laughs> let me at the back. Let me at the sides. Yeah. <laughs> or when they make a powder room that's like two feet. You're just like, okay, yeah. let's, let's <laughs> do this. My my parents always fought because my dad would um do the initial architecture concepts and then mum would do the interiors for our family home. So we had a few nice family homes designed by then and dad would always put the laundry somewhere like so weird, like a <laughs> tiny small laundry at the back of the garage or like in a cupboard and she'd be like, This house is huge. Why could you not give me a bigger laundry? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's funny. And he's like, sorry, love, I needed it for other things. I needed the space. I need it for a wine cellar. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. What do you think, um, like, what inspires you outside of work? And what do you do, like, when you're not working on Smack Studio? Um, I I just love to socialize a lot. That's, that's literally what I do. Um, I'm working a lot at the moment, actually, which isn't great, but eventually I want to get back to like a nine to five. But in what inspires me, I guess it's just kind of chatting to people. I love understanding as well what people like about certain things, um, like from an inspirational interior perspective. I'll often see like what my friends like or they've started to buy houses so they'll show me things that they like and I try and understand what they like about it and how we can make things look like that aesthetic, usually in quite a budget. Um, but, yeah, and, and I love to hear about, I guess, what other people do with their life. I'm so out of the corporate world that I have no idea. Like when someone it's like, I was made project manager or director or something like that, I'm like, and, and what do you do with that? <laughs> like what, what is that actually? <laughs> what, where does that lead you in the world of banking? Because I just don't know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And just meeting new people and, and going to 
all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta work wow, hard sound and play hard. Like an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I love to travel. And recently we just went to Canada and I think having a trip always coming up and being able to plan around and what we're going to do is so fun and, and so inspiring. And then I'm like, we've got the biggest Excel sheet and I'm like, we're going to go here and we're going to go there and <laughs> here I'm going to see this, this and that. I've like booked Scorpios in Mykonos already, like two months ago. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. Psycho. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's, that also keeps me going. Yeah, definitely work hard, play hard for sure. So what it does yeah, a day in the life absolutely. look like for you work-wise? Well, it's changing, I guess. Um, certainly not podcasting, so this is fun. <laughs> uh, and it's, a, it's, changed with, it's changed with the two, uh, my two staff members as well. So kind of being able to um, offload things to them has, has really changed my day. But it depends also what stage of building we're in or what stage projects they're in. Because often there'll be weeks where I'm like on site two or three times a week, um, which I just love. I think being on site is so much fun and talking to all the builders there and the clients and having all the meetings with um, everyone and seeing all your ideas like really tangibly come to life. So that can be amazing. And also I sometimes get imposter syndrome because I'm 28, like I'm young. And my clients are often a lot more, like a, a lot older than I, a lot more experienced, a lot more successful. And, and the builders have, you know, been running successful companies and just know so much. So I often get imposter syndrome that they actually like listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, and what, and what do you think? And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm the interior designer. Cool. <laughs> um, so yeah, it depends on site. Otherwise, uh, otherwise we're at, just I'm at my desk and so we we 3d model on Revit which is um like a great little software and then it plugs into this program called Lumion which is like a grown-up Sims it is so it is so fun so it is it's like Sims and I'm like (laughs) yeah I bring friends over and I'm like, watch this. And I fly <laughs> around and I put people in. And they're like, wow, your job is so fun. <laughs> That's the best part. It really is. It's, I love It's so clients. much fun. And the cl- it's so good for the clients, don't you think? Oh, my it God. really is. To visualize it yeah. too and to give them like a walkthrough. Yeah, it definitely shows. I am sometimes so shocked. I'm, I'm not sure if, I'm sure you have, but I have renders of like certain projects and then finished photos and they look exactly the same and it really informs decisions like I'll be like oh I'm not sure what to use here or if this is going to look too high or weird or whatever and you just put it in there and you're like looks good or looks bad or I'll change it and you're also so much more confident in your ideas so yeah flying around that um, usually consists of a big chunk of my day (laughs) (laughs) I know I've definitely gone in and I've applied the materials you know that I called out in the construction documents and I'm like "Mm, 
I don't like that there. And I'll put it on another wall, and <laughs> another material, and then I'll go file an addendum. And I'm like, well, see, I was in this program and it actually, this actually looked better. So the GCs are usually a little frustrated with me sometimes because I'll send them <laughs> multiple addendums after I've finished the renderings. And they're like, okay, are you done? Final, final answer. <laughs> like, yes, this is my final answer. <laughs> Well, that's what being a designer is all about, I think. If you had it right from the first from the first go, I don't think it would be much of a process. That's true. So, so sorry, builders. <laughs> Do you have a not-so-good idea that you want to share with everybody? Yeah, so I was thinking about this this morning. I have a lot of not-so-good ideas, it, <laughs> it appears. <laughs> um, my not-so-good idea that I'm, like, really big on is I hate overhead lighting um and I particularly hate white light so white light in general I get it for surgeries not a good idea for homes um and I think not a good idea in terms of being an interior designer I think it's not a good idea to be too forceful about your opinions I just really think that listening to the clients has got us so far and being able to um understand what they want and try and adapt it to a good design uh so that that's a good idea I guess yeah um yeah and then a and then a good idea would be lamps or lights pendant <laughs> lights oh and do you know what I always do this is actually a really good idea um so I always put all of my ambient lighting on one switch mm. so that'll have like a pendant or the strip lighting, wall lighting, um, any sort of ambient lighting. And then I'll put all the down lights on another switch. And then I'll pretty much say to the client, now you only use one switch. <laughs> one switch board. <laughs> Unless the cleaner comes and then you can use the other switch. That's true. That's a great idea. That is a good idea. Yeah. It just, yeah. So they're not fiddling around. They can just flick it all on and they can have a party and it looks really good whenever I come home I go to like my 17 lamps and I switch them all on and the worst part is at night having to go to each individual one and shut them all off but I'm like you I hate like task lighting or overhead lighting it gives me a headache it's just yeah not my it also picks up all of the grossness in your house I don't know if you ever realized that Mm -hmm. I can see (laughs) <laughs> we've got our Labrador and um our carpets are black it's the worst and he's like polar bear white and so you turn off the overhead lights you don't even notice it and then you turn them back on you're like this house is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> or it's like I saw this meme or I don't know if I saw it on TikTok but it's like you deep clean the night before and then the natural sunlight comes in and you can see all the dust everywhere all the dust <laughs> crying because you're like no I didn't want to see that <laughs> so nice so good I actually have all my lamps in my bedroom on an app Oh. So you can get those, yeah, you can get those little smart bulbs. Um, I think heaps of places do them now, but I got mine for like 10 bucks. And they all sync to an app and then you can set moods. So they like, there's like a really low setting, which is like nice and warm. And then there's like a brighter setting and then there's off and on, obviously. So mine actually comes on when I come home. 
So as soon as I come in the car, my boyfriend's like, I was trying to sleep. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. <laughs> Time to wake up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you moved in here and it was already set. <laughs> that's a great idea I'm gonna get that yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> do if you're sick of turning the lights on and off it's they're amazing I need to get that sometimes one of the lamps will stay on and I'm like oh no the bill <laughs> I think lamps are cost efficient but then I've been telling people that and someone the other day told me that it's not true so <laughs> I'll, I'll continue to tell everyone that so they can <laughs> I guess it depends on the wattage. It all depends. Yeah, that's true. So how can people find you? Do you want to promote yourself a little bit? (laughs) Of course. Always. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I have a website. So that's www.smackwithoutthek. So it's smacstudio.com.au. And we have an Instagram. So that's, I'm pretty sure that's just smack underscore studio. And yeah, that's that's kind of it. And then you can email me, Shona at smackstudio.com.au. Uh, but we're yeah, we're kind of getting the social media thing up and running. So it's all me. I'm very responsive to anyone, as you know, because you guys yeah. reached out to me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm always like replying, like, hey, thank you so much. Or yes, I'm so interested. <laughs> so heaps of ways to reach out. Well, great. Well, we're so happy that we got to talk to you today. I feel like you're so easy to talk to and you have so many interesting things to tell everybody. So we're going to have to have you back on for sure. (laughs) Definitely. Oh, thank you so much, guys. I feel the same way about you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you'll have to come back on after you finish these projects and tell us all about it. Oh, of course. I'll be updating you. I'll be sending you through new projects. Like, is it time yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll speak to you soon. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, we really hope you guys like this episode. We loved having Shona on. And um, make sure to follow us on our Instagram at notsogood.ideas. There we'll be posting all of her work. As always, we love hearing what you guys want to hear from us. So please uh, message us or comment on our latest post. And if you're an artist or a designer, feel free to reach out to us and maybe you can come on the podcast and be a guest. Our Instagram is at notsogood.ideas. Our email is notsogoodideaspodcast at gmail.com. And all of our podcast episodes come out on Thursday. Thanks. Bye. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.